The views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, advertising partners, or ownership of Forever Communication. The It's All Good Podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. Lorraine Jones here, ready to cheer. This is Lorraine Jones with the It's All Good Podcast. I guess you came to realize that we're going to talk about cheerleading today and what it takes to be a cheerleader, a cheerleader for God. Now, I was a cheerleader once for one season, one basketball season in the sixth grade. I was 12 years old, and I had just moved to a, to a new town in West Virginia with my family in the summer. Um, I didn't know a soul. I was very self-conscious, and I had black cat-eye glasses. Um, and when school started that fall, um, just I was just meeting people, and I heard a few girls talking about cheerleading tryouts and that they were coming up, and they were talking about having to decide what cheer they were going to do, uh, what cheer they were going to use to try out. And I thought, well, maybe I could meet a few friends, so I decided I would try out. So I told everybody that I was going, yes, I'm going to try out, I'm going to try out. Well, I had never, I don't even think I'd ever seen a cheerleader before. I'd never done a jump, never tried a split, um, never even done a cheer. But by golly, I was going to try out. So I was too embarrassed to ask the girls that um, were in my class to help me with a cheer. So I just, I don't know why, I started asking like neighborhood kids <laughs> if they knew any cheers. So I got several suggestions. And finally, this little boy told me, gave me one. So I decided, okay, that sounds good. So I rehearsed the words a few times and um, I went to try out. So we tried out on a Saturday and um, you know, back in the day when I went to school, we had big auditoriums with a stage and auditorium chairs, you know, and the stage had a front of the stage where you performed and then a big, thick velvet curtain. Um, ours was black or sometimes they're red, a big, thick velvet curtain separated to the back of the stage. So we all lined up on the stairs in the back of the stage and this big, thick curtain separated us from the girl that was trying out. So we couldn't see or hear anything really on the other side. So we were all in line. I was somewhere in the middle and um, waiting our turn. So when the teacher told me that it was my turn, you know, oh, I boldly threw open that that black curtain and to face that handful of judges that I imagined to be on the other side. But um, much to my <laughs> horror, the entire boys basketball team and all the coaches were sitting in the front two rows of the auditorium. They were the judges. So with my knees knocking and my cat eye glasses probably slipped down to the end of my nose, I cheered. And this was my cheer. It started out, what's the matter, can't you take it, can't you, Alabama, shake it? And I got to stop right there. At that point, I was instructed to turn around and have my bottom facing the judges. So I, Alabama, shake it, 
turn back around? Can't you move it to the left? Can't you move it to the right? Can you pull your team together and fight, fight, fight? (laughs) Well, (laughs) the boys stood up and cheered. Um, Not only did I make the cheerleading squad, I got so many votes that I was the head cheerleader. I did not know what I was doing, but but the girls taught me. They were good-natured about it, and I learned to be a good cheerleader. So that's my whole experience with this. Um, The other day, knowing that I was going to kind of talk about this, I looked up the definition of a cheerleader, and it says, an enthusiastic and vocal supporter, one who expresses or promotes praise. So I thought, you know, do you know that, that God is a cheerleader? God is our cheerleader. He's our supporter. Um, He promotes our praise. He's for us. Um, I found a few scriptures I wanted to share in Joshua 1, 5 and 6. Um, He says, I will not leave you or forsake you. And he tells us, be strong and courageous. In Jeremiah 29, 11 It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And did you know that God tells us to fear not 365 times in the Bible, one for every day of the year, fear not. He tells us it's going to be okay. I'm with you. So God is cheering us on all the time. But you know, God needs good cheerleaders, too. And I got to thinking about, you know, what characteristics would make somebody a good cheerleader for God? So I made I made a list. I've got five things. This is my list of what God's cheerleaders need to do. Number one, I think God's cheerleaders need to smile. They need to be happy. They need to be full of joy. They need to have a smile on their face. Who wants to see a grumpy cheerleader? Have you ever, you know, been in church and looked up at the choir and they're singing, you know, how great is our God? And and they look like they just stubbed their toe. You know, you need that cheerleader. You need that one that's telling us, yay, God, you need them to have a smile on their face. So that's number one. The second one, they need to be loud. They need to be bold. They need to have a voice and they need to use their voice. This is a pep rally here on earth. And as Christians, we're called to root for the winning team, right? Psalm 100 tells us, make a joyful noise under the Lord. And You know, I sing in the choir at Second Baptist Church. And and when I tell people that, oftentimes they'll say, you know, you know, what section do you sing in? Are you a soprano? Are you alto? What section? And I always tell them, uh, I sing in the joyful noise section. And I really feel that way. I'm a very average singer, but but I sing with joy. That's the section I'm in. And in 1 Timothy 1, 7, for God did not give us the spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power and of love. So he wants us to be bold. He wants us to be loud. Now, do does that mean, well, that, that it has to be loud volume-wise? No. No, just live your Christian life out loud so that people will hear your message, even if you're speaking very softly. 
And this is my favorite, Ephesians 6, 19 and 20. It says, pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. So we got to smile and we got to be loud. And the third one is, I think we have to have spirit, right? Acts 1.8 says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes to you. And Romans 8.14 says, the, tr- the true children of God are those who let God's spirit lead them. And Galatians 5.16, live freely, animated, and motivated by God's spirit. You know, has anyone, anyone listening ever gotten cut from the cheering squad or not make the team? Guess what? God says that you're chosen. God says you're handpicked by him. No tryout necessary. He wants you to be part of his dream team, and he'll give you the power of the Holy Spirit to do it. Now, speaking of spirit, Um, I was the Booster Club president for four years at Union City High School while my boys were playing football. They're four years apart, exactly. So I think it was two years with one and two years with the other. But one of my responsibilities was um, to purchase what we called spirit wear. Uh, The hats, the T-shirts, jackets, um, pom-poms, all the stuff for the fans to purchase and wear. And can you imagine after four years of being over the purchase of all that, how much purple and gold I had? Um, but And why did we want all that spirit wear? Why did people want that? Well, they want to show um, support for the team. They want to show people their spirit. But most importantly, they want everyone to know whose team they're on. They want everybody to know who they love, who they're for, who they believe in, right? Um, Both of my boys, when they were seniors, they went to the state championship in football. And, um, you know, that game is usually the first weekend in December. So it's cold. And so we're getting ready for my second son, Stevie's championship game. And I had my car painted with that paint you can write on your windows, you know, state bound, go number 72, go UC, whatever. Um, So my car's painted and somebody at the field before the game was painting faces. So I had a purple and gold tornado on on one cheek on my face, and then I had number 72 on the other. Um, I was wearing some kind of hat. I don't know. I had uh, Tommy's Letterman's jacket on because they're wool and they're warm. And I had a button that said, uh, had Stevie's picture, number 72. I had purple and gold pom-poms. You can imagine what I look like. And do you think anybody that saw me that day Did anyone have trouble figuring out what team I was on? No, they knew for sure whose team I was on, who I believed in, who I was for, who I loved. And now I was thinking, do you do you ever look at someone and think to yourself, I wonder if they're a Christian? I've done that before. I don't want anybody to ever wonder that about me. I want my spirit to show. 
So number four is enthusiasm. I think anybody that's going to be a cheerleader for God needs to have enthusiasm. And think of me at those cheerleading tryouts when I was 12. I did not have skill. I did not have talent. I did not have any cheerleading experience. But what I did have, maybe the only thing I had was enthusiasm. I was ready to go. Um, Let me tell you what a few famous people say about enthusiasm. Uh, Charles Schwab, he said, you can succeed at almost anything for for which you have unlimited enthusiasm. And Ralph Waldo Emerson says, nothing great has ever been achieved without enthusiasm. Henry David Thoreau said, none are so old as those whom have outlived enthusiasm. And the Bible tells us to be enthusiastic, too. Um, In Mark, we're told to love thy Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. That's enthusiasm. In Colossians, it says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. That's enthusiastically. But I think the most awesome thing about the word enthusiasm is the actual origin of that word. In the Greek enthusiasm, the root, en, means in. And theos means God. Enthusiasm, in God. If you are in God, you should automatically have enthusiasm. So those four so far, you got to smile, you got to be loud, you got to have spirit, you got to have enthusiasm. And the last one is you should know or you should think that you have something to cheer about. John 16, 33, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And of course, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's something to cheer about. That's good news. We cheer for God. God cheers for us. And and I can't remember which book it was. It's one of Max Licato's book. I can't even remember. But he wrote this. He wrote, God is for you. Turn to the sidelines. That's God cheering your run. Look past the finish line. That's God applauding your steps. Listen for him in the bleacher shouting your name. Too tired to continue, he'll carry you. Too discouraged to fight, he's picking you up. God is for you. God is for you. And he's invited us to have a seat in the bleachers and cheer alongside him. He wants us to join the celebration. You know, many people, when they come to church to worship, they expect to be entertained like it's their party. You know, some people, they want the preacher to preach a certain way or or use a certain uh, version of the Bible that they like, or they want the minister of music to play the music that they like, and they want programs to be geared to them all about them. But but you know what? Our worship is God's party. It's not ours. He is the one to be entertained. And our praise is the gift that we get to bring to his party. 
I'm going to read you one last scripture, and it's Psalm 150. And it says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with the timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now that sounds like a party. That sounds like cheering. God needs cheerleaders now more than ever. And if he will take a gangly, scared, cat-eye glasses wearing 12-year-old cheerleader from West Virginia and put her on his cheering squad, he can use you too. Now... I want to challenge you to cheer as God intended you to. Cheer like you've never cheered before. Show the world whose team you are on. The It's All Good podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones. Sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital, delivering the promise of quality health care. In 1950, Baptist Memorial Hospital Union City opened with a vision to bring quality health care to the Canton area. Over time, we've built on the tradition of combining patient care, research, and education. This has led to stunning breakthroughs in diagnosis, treatment, management, safety, and prevention. Our staff are bound together through deep history, timeless commitment, and our pursuit of excellence. With a rich history and faith as our foundation, we look forward to many more years of healing, teaching, and preaching and delivering the promise of quality health care.